0: Welcome back to My Immune System Hates Me. I'm Chelsea, and today we're talking about gout. Spiro wrote the book on gout. No, but actually, he wrote a gout diet guide and cookbook. Get it? Anyway, here's Spiro. Hi, Spiro. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. How are you?
1: Yeah, uh, good to have me, Chelsea. Yeah, I'm doing great.
0: Good. Before we get in, oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. (laughs) Before we get into your medical condition, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Well, myself, um, I'm basically a blogger that's been blogging about gout. Uh, I've been blogging full time now since uh, 2013. I wrote a book, uh, the, uh, The Ultimate Gout Diet and Cookbook. Uh, to help gout sufferers change their eating habits. Um, And basically, I've been very busy with the website. Uh, We have a line of supplements as well. Uh, And I do this full time for the past five, six years.
0: Okay. What is gout?
1: Gout is basically a condition that affects about 2% of the general population, I would say. Uh, It affects men more than women. Women are more prone to get it after menopause uh, because basically they're more protected before that, better kidney protection. And after that, after menopause, uh, estrogen drops. So they're more prone to get gout. but it mostly affects men. Uh, So what happens is everybody consumes purines. Purines are found in foods, all types of foods, plant foods, animal foods, but you'll find higher purines in animal-based foods. So think uh, meats, dairy, and so on, eggs, uh, fish, uh, seafood, and so on. So the more purine, as you eat purines, basically, uh, you're through the digestive process, it gets broken down, and everybody releases uric acid inside the body. But gout sufferers somehow have a kidney dysfunction where the uric acid doesn't get processed. So they produce excessive uric acid in the body, and then that stays in the body and it crystallizes in the joints, and that's how you get a gout attack. Uh, Everybody usually flushes out excessive uric acid if you have normal kidney function via the urine, but if you don't, then excessive uric acid will stay in the body, and then it it attacks you in the joints, usually in the big toe. It affects the majority of people in the big toe. They'll get a big gout attack, usually at night. Uh, like 3 4 a.m. when the body's coldest, it'll hit the extremities of the body. Uh, some people will experience an attack, maybe in the elbows, knee, ankle, uh, hands as well.
0: Oh, wow. So what's your experience with gout? How did you get diagnosed? What are your symptoms? I
1: got diagnosed at the age of 26. In my case, it's very genetic. Uh, I suffer from very little thalassemia minor. So my doctor thinks that that's the root cause of me developing gout at such an early age because usually gout really affects people after the age of 50. Uh, And it's usually dietary. Most people that suffer from gout are obese. Are, not, are eating too much meat and drinking too much alcohol, eating too many sugary foods, and then it just catches up to you. Uh, others will be diabetic. So if you're diabetic or you suffer from um, even rheumatoid arthritis um, or heart disease, you're more prone to develop gout down the road. So it usually affects people after the age of 50, I would say. It's more rare, below 40, I would say, uh, like in my case.
0: Mm. So you say that it's genetic. Do, do you have people in your family who also have it?
1: Genetic in the sense with the thalassemia minor that I was born with. Mm. Uh, so maybe my kidneys are not filtering the uric acid efficiently enough. Okay. So that was, that's, that, that's his theory at least. Uh, other than that, no, I haven't had my father or my grandfather uh, suffer from gout. gal, no.
0: Mm-hmm. What were kind of the first signs and symptoms for you that something was wrong?
1: So what happened to me, my story is I was drinking Uh, Well, back then I was obese at the age of 26. I was probably 40, 50 pounds overweight Mm -hmm. and uh, I was eating a lot of Big Macs, drinking a lot of Cokes and I used to love to drink Jack Daniels and Coke and I used to have maybe four or five, six in one sitting, six drinks, seven drinks at times. Uh, And it was one night I was drinking that uh, throughout the night and then I went home to sleep. And I got a gout attack about three, four in the morning, and I woke up limping. Uh, You could even put a bed sheet at night. That's how sensitive it is. And I limped to my doctor's office. They checked me out. Then right away, he diagnosed me with gout. Obviously, I did not know what gout was. went to do the blood work, realized that my uric acid was very high. And sure enough, it was gout. So I got an attack on the big toe and I think on the knee as well. So to treat inflammation, uh, to get rid of the pain, he put me under colchicin, which is a very popular drug for gout uh, that gets rid of the inflammation. Uh, and after you finish the inflammation and yet you're not suffering anymore, usually you'll get started on a drug called allopurinol that controls your uric acid levels for the long term. So keeping it in the healthy ranges. And usually with allopurinol, you should do fine. Um, a big mistake gout sufferers do is that they think they're cured and they go ahead and continue eating poorly. And then they'll get another gut attack in the future. And then the doctor has to increase your allopurinol dosage and so on and so on. So in my case, I did the reverse. I decided to change my lifestyle, change my dietary habits, exercise, lose the weight. And basically, I lowered my dosage from 300 milligrams allopurinol down to 100 milligrams uh, of allopurinol daily. Yeah. Wow. So you can do it, yeah, with diet and exercise to maintain a healthy weight. Uh, you, you could uh, live a good uh, quality of life with gout.
0: Yeah. You said that your doctor, like your first appointment diagnosed you with gout. Was that through a blood test or is that just like yeah. he saw you and was like, this is gout?
1: Oh, he knew from experience uh, when he saw the inflamed toe that it, it's a classical case of gout. So from his experience, but uh, I didn't believe him. So after we did the blood work, I thought I had a sprain or, of some kind, but after we did the blood work, uh, yeah, that uh, determines that uh, uric acid is very high.
0: Yeah. So since you've been on treatment, have you had many gout attacks? Is it still like a common occurrence for you?
1: No, no. I've had in the beginning when I was experimenting a bit, I was another mistake gout sufferers do is gout sufferers are prone to stop their medication. Uh, about 50% of patients will stop their medications at, at some point in time thinking that they've cured it because it's not symptomatic, right? You're not always symptomatic. It could take years in between years uh, to get another gout attack. So you think you're never going to get it again. So when I was experimenting uh, through diet alone, I I would still get gout attacks here and there. And then I realized uh, speaking to my doctor that there was, um, in my case, there was no hope in getting off the drug completely. Although I had reduced it, there was no chance of getting off of it completely. Whereas I do have patients that write to me that say they've gone off the drug and it's been years for some who are probably don't have a serious case of gout yes it might work for them but for others i recommend you always follow your doctor's orders and prescriptions uh, because you don't want to get hurt
0: yeah so now you're on a treatment um but it you also say that you have to like watch your diet yes what kind of changes do you have to make to your diet
1: So I advocate on my website, uh, a diet which comprises of 80% of your daily calories should be complex carbohydrates. So what that means is eating mostly fresh vegetables, legumes, some fruit, 100% whole grain breads, 100% whole grain pastas, 100% whole grain rices. So try to stick to that because those foods burn clean in the body. The kidneys don't uh, need that much time to break down those uh, foods. Uh, I say limit 10% of your daily calories to protein foods. So think uh, meats mostly, right? So, for, uh, and I recommend the out know, sufferers eat fresh chicken breast, fresh fish, uh, a bit of red meat. Uh, I tell them to avoid seafood completely and pork and processed meats. Those meats raise uric acid levels really high. After that, the final 10% of daily calories should consist of fat foods, fatty foods. So think of Greek yogurt, butter, eggs, milk, and so on. As you can see, I limit mostly the protein and fats because they're basically animal-based. And that's where the high purines are. And that's what gets gout sufferers in trouble if they eat too much of it. And after that, with alcohol, uh, alcohol is uh, one of the worst offenders. You want to avoid alcohol completely, or limit it. Have one glass of wine here and there, like I do. Uh, if you start having drink after drink, uh, you're risking getting a gout attack because it, it's very high in purines, and you could get a quick gout attack uh, if you don't, if you if you're not careful. Uh, I always drink only water and a lot of cup, uh, at least twelve glasses of water a day to flush out excessive uric acid. That helps. I drink coffee and herbal teas, usually green tea or chamomile. Uh, No juices, um, very little milk. And after that, uh, avoid the processed foods and avoid the sugary foods and the hidden sugars in processed foods, Uh, especially foods that contain high fructose corn syrup. Uh, That is another uh, big offender for gout sufferers. It's something you want to uh, be careful, read your labels properly when you're buying uh, any type of snacks at the supermarket and grocery stores, because high fructose corn syrup, uh, which is also found in Coca-Cola, by the way, and I was drinking lots of it before I got my gout attack, uh, I learned the hard way that uh, it raises uric acid levels.
0: Right. So you you obviously are very knowledgeable about all this. How long have you been managing your gout?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, well enough past 10, 12 years, I would say. Wow. Yeah, now it's under control. I haven't had gout attack for very long time. I don't remember the last time I had it. I exercise, so exercise is very important. I tell gout sufferers to exercise, try and lift a bit of weights because that helps to strengthen the joints mm. and uh, rebuild cartilage and uh, be more mobile, uh, and that helps also to control uric acid levels.
0: How often do you have to go like see your doctor for follow up visits? Do you do blood tests and stuff regularly?
1: Yes, I recommend a minimum of once a year. If you're suffering from gout, you're going to want to see your doctor at least once a year and do the blood work. If you have a more serious case of gout then maybe twice a year, I would say at least.
0: Okay. Um, So you've gone over diet and stuff. Do you have any other advice for people suffering with gout?
1: Uh, Follow the gout diet. I advocate on my website. There's plenty of information there. Um, Exercise, maintain your ideal weight. Very important because usually gout sufferers are at a more prone to get gout attack if they're overweight. There's other risks involved with gout. Once you're diagnosed with gout, you're also at an increased risk of developing diabetes down the road. So that's why diet is very important. Uh, You're also at a higher risk of developing heart disease. You're also at a higher risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis as well, osteoarthritis. So yeah, uh, it's something that you wanna get in. Once you're diagnosed, you wanna get it under control. You don't wanna go continue eating the bad foods you're eating, like before, uh, drinking excessive alcohol, eating excessive sugary foods, and so on. Uh, it's basically an alert. Uh, and take it seriously.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anything else you'd like to add for those listening?
1: No, if you have any questions, I answer all emails. So if you want, email me at uh, info at gaudenu.com. You can visit our website at goutinu.com. Uh There's tons of articles there. Uh, where we go into detail on specific foods, what foods to eat, what foods to avoid, and so on. So check that out. Uh, We also sell a a, a series of um, dietary supplements to help supplement your gout diet. So that could help you as well. Um, And that's pretty much it. You can check out my book. It's sold on Amazon.com. It's called Gout and You, um, The Ultimate Gout Diet and Cookbook. And that could help you um start changing it's it's not going to happen overnight if you're changing reading your habits right uh, food is very addictive so it's something you want to take day by day uh try and be disciplined and try and introduce new foods slowly on a daily basis weekly basis and then you'll see the improvements over weeks over months and uh you can also live a good quality of life with the disease, definitely.
0: yeah Wow. Okay, great. I will put links to all of those in the show notes. So if you're listening, you can scroll on down and click those and check out all those amazing resources. Thank you. I mean, you like covered everything so concisely and clearly. I don't even have any other questions. I feel like I understand the the warning signs and what to look for. Um, So this has been super helpful. Thank you so much for chatting with me.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me, Chelsea. Appreciate it.
0: We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Bureau. Like I said, go check the show notes to find links to all of those resources. If you've got a chronic condition and would like to be a guest on My Immune System Hates Me, you can email me at systempod at gmail.com, or you can reach out on Facebook or Instagram at myimmunesystempod. Don't forget to rate and review the show, please, and thank you. And a quick disclaimer before we go. Any information discussed in this podcast is strictly my opinion and those of my guests and are for informational purposes only. We are speaking from our personal experiences and you should always consult with your doctor or medical team. Bye!